Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I want to get your thoughts on what this means, not only to you, but to share this with your teammate Donovan for the second straight year. Uh, that hasn't been done since Stockton and Malone days. Uh, it's a blessing coming from where I come from. If you would ask me or anyone around me 20 years ago, I was going to be a two-time All-Star. You know? It didn't even seem possible, you know, with hard work and, you know, be able to be surrounded by, you know, people that believe in me and, you know, and, uh, and be part of a, a great organization. You know, it's about the team and it's, uh, you know, it's me and Don going to be out there representing, you know, what we've been doing as a team and as, a, as an organization and, uh, you know, it's uh, just a you know great blessing. It's definitely an honor. You know, I think the biggest thing it just equates to our team success. You know, if we him and I make it, you know, I don't think so. We kind of come into the season looking at. You know, I think you know for him and I especially, you know, just kind of go out there and doing anything, whatever it takes to win. For him, it's you know you look at how he played tonight. You know, necessary not necessarily you know having a big game offensively, but you know he did a lot defensively. That's what he does. That's his staple. And then for me, just continue to make plays, and that's what we're trying to do all year. And you know, if it happens, you know, we're we're, we're thankful and and honored but the end goal is still the end goal for us and the team and then you know the biggest thing is man I'm praying Mike gets in man I think for a guy like him who's done so many things for his career on off the floor he, he deserves this there you go Gordon Rudovan reacting to uh being named all-stars for the second consecutive year and both of them handled it a little bit differently in their media availability today uh but both of them went out of their way to say this is you know uh, uh really they're not there this is a team success thing. I mean, they really did spend a lot of time talking about the, the team, and it's an honor to represent the effort everybody's given. You know, as I'm listening to Rudy Gobert talk about being an NBA All-Star and uh, the best the defensive player on the planet, just 10 years ago, Jake, he was playing a Austin, I don't know how to say this, you're the, you're the guy who speaks French. But how would you pronounce C-H-O-L-E-T? Cholet. Cholet? Yep. Ten years ago, he was playing for the Cholet basket team. And he wasn't even playing for the senior team. He was playing for the junior team. In fairness, he had to be like 10 years old, right? How old, Rudy? 25. Uh, no, he's 20. He's a little 27, maybe. 27. 26. So, yeah, he was 17. Oh, wow, 28. It'd be 29 20, in June. Okay. So he's 18 years old. He's playing for some junior team somewhere. Ten years ago. I thought 10 years is nothing, right? And now he's one of the best basketball players in the world. That, that, that is a, that's a tremendous story. Remember when, he, remember when he was coming out at the draft? Some people were calling him a freak and just sort of, I, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a feel-good. You know, um, there's... Rudy's journey there's there's a lot of credit to go around right and and all you know most of it goes to Rudy himself because he's got this crazy drive and he had a long way to go I mean he did you talk about that 10-year journey you know he had a lot of stuff to learn and uh, he he had the work ethic to get him where he is today but you know give Alex Jensen a bunch of credit how that guy doesn't have a a head coaching job with a developing team is is crazy because the coaching job he's done with Rudy alone should be you know uh, uh, top of the resume that's worthy of a of a you know head coaching position because you know Rudy is he's you think of guys like Dwight Howard that come into the league with all of the gifts and everything going for them and they don't they don't get 
a lick better. You know, they just stay the same player their entire career. And uh, once those gifts go, you know, they decline rapidly. Uh, Rudy came in with, yes, a bunch of God-given gifts. But, boy, as he put it together in a skill set, and specifically defensively, the the way he impacts games is, is yes. just out of this world. He's got the physical aspects, and he's, but he's got the mental drive, and that's obvious to anybody who's observed him through the years. As I go back through Rudy's career, I mean, it's, it's remarkable that even in 2013, he was averaging like eight points and five rebounds for this Cholet club. Uh, it's just... Tremendous progress. And you point, you make a good point. I mean, he was young at that time, but still, to make those kind of strides, well, it would take someone the size of Rudy, I guess, to really cover that much ground. It's 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 remarkable what he's done, and uh, I think Jazz fans, more than anyone on the planet, uh, appreciate his abilities and the fact that he is a legitimate all-star. He is the best defensive player in the world, and he uh, he should be mentioned, I think, at least in the top five or six or seven players for MVP consideration. I really think he's that important. Yep. Well, and it was interesting the way that they uh, both kind of handled it. Rudy said he really he doesn't want to take anything for granted. He sounded like a guy who really wanted to stay in the moment. Donovan went with a little bit more of the you know, been there, done that approach. I don't mean to say that he wasn't appreciative because it seemed like he really was, but he mentioned multiple times, like, this isn't the first time. And so it was more about the team, it felt like, to, to not that Rudy's not because he went out of his way to, to thank the team as well. But it was interesting that that Donovan's taken more of a, okay, this is the second of many or, or kind of like that. And Rudy's like, hey, I'm staying in the moment. I'm going to really, I'm going to really not take this for granted because it's pretty special. But both of them emphasize the team aspect, and they that's did. really important because these guys are, yeah, they're going to run off to Atlanta. They're going to do their, their quick thing there, and then they're going to come back, and they've got to face the guys. They've got to be with the guys. They've got to continue on. The thing that makes what Donovan says so legitimate and genuine is he plays like that too. Yeah, he does. He absolutely and he could does. play. he could play differently. He could. He, he, he could he could take as many shots as he wanted, and he's not doing that. He's choosing not to do that, and and so it backs up everything he says about this all-star thing being more about team than about him. Yep, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, real quick, we do have a piece of jazz news. The Jazz have uh, released Shaq Harrison, which, you know, the Jazz have always kind of managed the back part of the roster, and they got a look at Shaq and – Maybe going to give that opportunity to somebody else. And I, I, you know, he got in and he played hard, but I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he showed all that well. And today's yeah. the deadline, right, guys? Yeah. For the, uh, the rest of the season to be guaranteed? Right. So I'm not sure if they were going to get much more out of him. And maybe Plus some, his name's Shaq. Maybe some of those <laughs> opportunity <laughs> minutes might, might uh, do well going somewhere else. So there you go. All right, the second half of the schedule has been announced. A few things stand out to me, Gordon, and I don't know. I'm sure the people are putting it through power rankings and all that stuff. But a couple things stand out to me. One, I cannot believe they're not on national TV more. And two, they actually have a lot of back-to-backs. Uh, so which one do you want to dive into first or, or well, something else? I, I looked it up and I saw that – I don't. I haven't seen the TNT schedule, but the ESPN schedule has the Jazz on, I think, five times. 
Uh, five times on ESPN. Yes. Um, since you haven't uh, had the T NBA or the T, you haven't seen the TNT one. I'll, I'll give you a guess at that. But they are on NBA TV four times, okay. including once right out of the gate on Sunday, March fourteenth, at Golden State at two p.m. Which I love. A little Sunday yeah. matinee <laughs> basketball. Yeah, Casey, too. That's awesome. But, Gordon, uh, you want to take a guess how many times they're going to be on TNT? How many? Take a guess. Take a stab at it. Well, you say it the way you said it, so I'll say two. One. They're on TNT wow. once. That's really that's weird. I, I'm me. looking at it right here, Austin. It says, yeah. uh, it says once. Um, Tuesday, March 16th at Boston. 5.30 p.m. So it's not even a Thursday TNT game. It's a Tuesday so TNT you get, game. But they're not still doing that players-only thing. No, I don't think so. I think they scrapped that last year. That was a good decision. Uh, but, yeah, usually well, when, when, you get when, the you get the not Charles and Shaq cast. But maybe maybe they'll get Shaq again. But how, how do you not – the Thursday TNT is the crown jewel time slot of the league, right? How do you not get the best team in the league in that time slot? I, a whole half know. of a season. I don't know the answer to that. I will say when I counted up on the ESPN schedule, uh, the the five, I thought that was low. But then as I went through it, I think the Lakers are only on six or seven times. I, you know, I, it's, so it's it's not horribly uh, beneath what uh, a team like the Lakers would are getting. But uh, however, you mentioned Sunday games. Um, matinee games uh, or evening games, uh, the ABC schedule has the Lakers on three times and the Jazz are on Zippo zero times. Well, and Donovan Mitchell was talking today, today in his media availability about how they're never on TV. You know that bugs him. I don't get it. I don't get why you wouldn't want to put this TV or this team on on national TV. I mean, it's a fun brand of basketball to watch. Yeah. The one reason is market size. Yeah, it wasn't the last TNT game they did. Wasn't that a Tuesday? It was. And but Shaq was in studio. But Shaq that night. was there. You're right. So oh. was Dwayne Wade and Candace Parker. Who's right. Terrific. She is good. But she you're were, right. She typically, reminds, those Tuesday nights is the JV. Right. She, she reminds me of Barkley a little bit. Some of her expressions and whatnot. Like her facial anyway, expressions. That's weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but yeah, this is that's uh, look. I, I don't really get into that game that uh, this market has been uh, disrespected and all that stuff. But that that's pathetic. It yeah. really is when you see when you consider what the Jazz are doing. They should be highlighted, and and, and I get it. I know what they're thinking. They're either looking to showcase big market or big name teams, and uh, well, all the teams in the NBA are, are big name teams as far as I'm concerned. It's all part of the same thing. And so I don't know. Maybe the rating studies show that uh, that people like uh, the bigger market teams. I, I I don't know. I thought didn't you mention that the Jazz were drawing pretty well ratings wise? Well, locally I know they are. Bowler mentioned that uh, yesterday, uh-huh. but uh, I, I'm not sure about. It. I know national ratings are up, but I don't know what uh, part of that the you know credit the Jazz would take. Um, as far as back-to-backs go, Gordon, they have, let's see. Well, can I say one other thing yeah, about yeah. the TV situation? Because uh, on the ESPN schedule, because the TNT one doesn't really exist, I mean, one game, but the, the games that the Jazz are on, it, you look at the opponent that they're facing 
And the, <laughs> they probably get a lot of the credit for drawing the TV cameras. One of the games is the Nets. Uh, let's see. Two of the games are the Lakers. One of the games is Phoenix, which is interesting. And the other game is the Nuggets. So there you have it. All right. So once again, you're giving the Lakers credit. Oh, once again, I'm well. I'm, yeah, I'm sort it. of blaming. We know. We know I'm, I'm blaming the networks for, for you know, you you look and you say, okay, the Jazz are on, but why are they on? Maybe they're, they're probably on because of the team they're playing, or at least in a few of those. So cases. Donovan should should go up to LeBron today and thank him for having him on TV for a couple of times. No, he should go over to the network executives and say, put us on more. We're better than these teams you're showing. So, Gordon, seven back-to-backs um, in the rest of the year, which is difficult. They've got one really unique one. Friday, April 16th, they'll play the Pacers uh, here in Salt Lake, and that game will tip off at 1 o'clock on NBA TV, a Friday 1 o'clock game. And then they'll have a back-to-back in L.A. on Saturday, April 17th, an ES- one of those ESPN games you talk about at 2.30. Two. Oh. <laughs> So I'm not sure what the occasion is to have the afternoon Ooh. games Friday, Saturday, but uh, but there you go. Am I missing a holiday, April 16th? No, I don't it's my think brother's so. birthday. Oh, happy birthday! So, Which one? Uh, the youngest, the oh. baby, the spoiled one, <laughs> the one that got away with everything. You, you don't yeah. want to mention him by name, McKay. Okay. Shout out to McKay. What's up? <laughs> but they do have the Lakers a couple of times. They've got Phoenix a couple of times. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see where, where people put this on their, like I said, their, their kind of power rankings. But this, this seems like a pretty well out, uh, you know, laid out schedule. I don't think the Jazz have a, a, as tough, nearly as tough a stretch as they just got through. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I, I wonder, uh, you know, you say the seven back-to-backs. It, it makes me wonder how many back-to-backs other teams have because uh, the, the schedule is kind of, jammed together because of their late start. Well, I bet Locke will have some thoughts on it when he joins us coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour um, as he kind of digests the schedule and, and what uh, the Jazz are looking back uh, looking at going forward. Their longest road streak, uh, Gordon, is right out of the gate for the second half. Uh, they have five games at Golden State, at Boston, at Washington, at Toronto, and at Chicago. One back-to-back in there, uh, Washington-Toronto. So, you know, I this this seems very reasonable to me. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see how the Jazz do. Do you think the back-to-backs are as punitive for this team as they might be for other teams? So it, it depends in some cases on what the schedule looks like surrounding that back-to-back. But uh, this uh, this team seems to respond pretty well to it. Yeah, I mean, there's you know. Good teams play through it, right? But it doesn't make it anything less real. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean they've they've won plenty in the back-to-back situation thus far, but that seems like a lot to me. Do you think the players? What do you think their attitude is about one back-to-backs and two being on national TV? I mean, we, you and I, sit here and talk about it as though it's a big deal. Do you think it's a big deal to them? Being on national TV? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Do you think it makes them play different? Probably. Makes them feel different. I mean, how that is applicable to their play probably varies from person to person, I would guess. Okay. 
Just wondering what you thought. Do you disagree? No. I, I don't know. I don't know how they feel. I don't know if they give it a little extra juice when they know uh, so many more eyes are upon them and uh, or the, if they want to impress. Or maybe 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 the jazz stars are past that. Maybe they, they you know, like we talked about before with Donovan and, and Rudy, they've been paid. They, uh, they're all stars. Uh, maybe they're not too worried about impressing you. They don't care about all y'all out there enough to worry much about it. Listen, Donovan Mitchell, if you follow him on social media, well, let me put it this way. When they say, oh, it's just another game, it's not. Donovan Mitchell, if you follow him on social media, is sitting at home watching the national broadcast of the NBA every chance that he gets because he live tweets it. He live tweeted it last night about Luka Doncic. I mean, that guy is is ingesting basketball. You don't think that he doesn't notice when his team's on national TV. And might I add, he talks about it in media availability, like today, where he said, well, we're never on national TV. He's talking about Mike Conley. I mean, yeah, 100%. He's, a, he's not a robot, Gordon. He, he's going to feel differently when it's on national TV. And how different players respond to that? You know, who knows? Maybe it makes players make more shots. Maybe it makes them miss. But it is different. Do you think it makes them take more shots? Depends on who it is. You know, I mean, Donovan in Donovan Mitchell's case, I doubt it really it affects how many shots he takes one way or the other. If he's proved anything this year, is he's really good at reading games at what needs yeah. to happen for his team I, to get a win. I think it's fair to say that they do pay attention to the cameras, but they... Their number one emphasis is okay. If the cameras are here, then let's uh, let's have them watch us win, as opposed to okay, I'm going to go for fifty tonight. It depends on who they. I think I'm sure there's plenty of players in the NBA that are like, okay, it's it's Austin's time to shine. Let's go out there and get yeah. up fifty, I, I'm sixty talking shots. About, I'm talking about the Jazz. No, I I got you. I'm just because saying there are plenty uh, other players out there. I'm sure that that react differently. Yeah. Okay. Good times. Good talk, Russ. All right. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. I want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res. Dirt, dust, dander, and allergens are no match for Zero Res carpet cleaning. Uh, want the uh, contaminants gone? Call Zero Res. Right now, just $25 per room, although minimums do apply. Search Zero Res carpet cleaning online to schedule your appointment, uh, appointment or simply call 801-288-ZERO. More next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.